Warning, this podcast has stories of real-life events and true crime that happens every day. These stories may contain adult language and graphic or disturbing details not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Surprise, we're live. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hopefully we'll see what people jump in. Um, we haven't told anybody about this. Yeah. This is just basically us testing it. And if you see us and find us, uh-huh. it is what it is. If you don't... Locker room. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we may oh, have shit. a point. Sun Tzu says, hi. <laughs> we may Who's have that? a point in the uh, podcast where we can read live comments like Sun Tzu saying hi. Um, anyway. So, so everyone who follows us on YouTube can see this because they get a notification so they turn the notification on up in the whatever corner this is or over here or down here or down here or down here there you go see chuck so they can explaining things go go you can see it so hit the like button hit the follow button hit the notification bell button ding and uh you can follow us for all new content and when we go live you will be notified so don't be an idiot hit that button (laughs) uh what's um we got to do it the right way. I've, I've watched enough YouTube videos from video gamers explaining to, for me to find, you know, the secret code to unlock the door. So you got to go, what's up, everybody? Go ahead and hit that. <laughs> Dude. And then when you're done, you're like, all right, talk to you later. <laughs> you stupid. Oh, <laughs> I would just be like, see you later. Uh, you know, what's up, YouTube family? Yeah, oh please don't God, let dude. us ever be those guys. Midnight caller. No. Okay. Sun Tzu was the midnight caller. <clears throat> He's also oh, a great, oh. great philosophy person. So we are live. Uh, we are doing a live debrief because we said we were going to try and do guests are hard to do live. Um, yeah. We have to clear it with them ahead of time that they're so authors. Some of the authors are okay with it. Uh, our last author that we had on who had some <laughs> interesting family dynamics going on during <laughs> The recording <laughs> yeah oh that's that's I'm, we're glad that wasn't live right you know, yeah because if that was live we would have been here for about an hour and yeah 30 40 minutes maybe and you know yeah uh, and hey we don't always know what we're gonna get right we get a resume yep. we get some back and forth in email and sometimes it's children in the background so like if we know the person and we know it's going to be quiet we can do it live and there won't be crazy disturbances unless we have them but if we don't know the person it's very difficult to be like hey let's do this live unless they're a single guy or girl and they're in their house by themselves you know then we can kind of play it by ear but other than that it's very difficult unless we can control the outcome right so uh we are we are doing the podcast this is this week's podcast but we're going to try to do this going forward where we have guests um it will be pre-recorded for the most part, but it will be played on YouTube when we can with the guest face. Sometimes with our guests, they don't want their face for operational security reasons shown or departmental reasons shown. That's fine. We're going to make sure that doesn't get shown. Uh, but when we do the stuff where we can go live, we'll just go live. And if you guys apparently follow us, uh, they'll get the notifications that we're live and you guys can jump in in the comments and um, have fun, I guess. Here we are on mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon, and we're going to do this live debrief. So you brought us some. I, I've got one. I'm going to call an audible that I've, I've got one I want to play as well. So we've got two videos. Uh, we're going to go with a third one as well uh, that I'm bringing. So I have not seen two. Uh, Chuck has seen all of them, but he doesn't know which is the third video that I'm going to bring to the table. So right. here we go. So let's start with um, our first one. And you can set this up for me. This is a, I didn't watch the video. I can only see the first image and it looks like it's a camera doorbell cam. Yeah, like a ring camera. So basically um, this was sweeping Instagram and we got a couple messages on it, um, tagged in it and was like, what do you think about this? Can you do debrief on this? This is bullshit. So I watched the video. Basically it's a father who calls in uh, police, um, regarding some, uh, male predator, uh, coming after his daughter. And so he calls cops get there late and basically blame, uh, put the blame 
on the victim, his daughter. And he basically has to tell the cops, hey, get the fuck out of my property, like whatever. And so we got asked to explain it. So it's, the video is going to be that and we'll go through it. And it's it's honestly, uh, yeah, it's it's difficult. Yeah. Fuck. Well, <laughs> here we go. Let's, uh, here's the video. Oh, you know what I want to do? Do you ever see like that Sprite challenge? <clears throat> they drink bottles, Sprite challenge for Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, uh, she's in bed now. It's, it's the only time she's already asleep. Well, it still happened, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I just, um, the whole point, I just want you guys to come over and talk to her. I mean, I just want her to realize what this was. I mean, Reality is not much she has to probably do about it, is it? I mean, she could probably get charged with child porn. Who she can? Mm -hmm. She's 11 years old. She's creating it, right? She's 11 years old. Doesn't matter. She's still making oh, porn. No, she's not. She's being manipulated by a grown ass adult on the is internet. Is she taking pictures though? You guys have a nice evening. Okay. Thank you for coming. Uh, Are you serious? Have a nice evening. <laughs> That's fucking days off. That's a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's bad. It's fucking. This is bad. Oh wow! Okay. What not to do? Um. Well, okay. Fuck. First of all, I want to know, um, who approved them to go to that call at midnight? Right. Honestly, they, they fucking probably made it a non-code, non-priority, and they were just lazy and took their fucking sweet time before it timed out. Well, and also. Uh, that's a six-hour window, right? Understandable. Mm -hmm. If it's a call of an eleven-year-old, at some point somebody has to make a conscious decision to say, "You need to go to this because the the victim or the person involved is a child, and you can't go at midnight. Or you can't make wake right. these people up in the middle of the night. You you know, at some yeah. point, a watch commander or somebody has to make a command decision to say, "Hey, we're going to have to send somebody tomorrow morning because we don't have the resources to send somebody tonight before it gets too late." And then you have detectives right. go follow up. Right. Yeah, and call call the family and let them know, like, hey, we, we're having a hard time getting out. It's getting late. I know your child's probably going to go to bed. Can we set up a time tomorrow to send officers out, and we'll just send the detective straight to you? Sure, not a problem. Or come into yeah. the station, right. and we can make the report here with your daughter in a more comfortable setting. Um, but the way these officers reacted when they got there, and there was a lot of comments online, well, why were they smoking and joking? Like, okay, that's normal. When you come up to a call, you're smoking and joking. You're, you know, trying to stay relaxed and calm and whatever. And then when the door opens, you know, you can obviously see the father's mad. I feel for that guy because if this was me and in, in, in this situation, I'd be pissed off as well. Mm -hmm. I know what the problem would be. This is bullshit. And when they come back and say she could be charged with oh. child pornography for sending fucking. Well, first of all, pump the brakes. You don't know. That's inexperience as an officer. That right there upsets me because you can tell she has more than oh. what five years on the job. But she is so ignorant to the fact that. If the child can't pass a Gladys R, she doesn't know right from wrong. And 11 years old, I can tell you, will not pass a Gladys R. A Gladys R is a basically a yes or no if you can tell right from wrong. If you can't pass that, you can't, you know, honestly uh, consent to sending nude photographs of yourself to a grown-ass fucking man. That's one called intent. intent no. What, so if you, for those of you who don't know, they use initials or first name initials in legal documents and Gladys R was the name. So it's case law about for the ability to form intent that applies in juvenile cases. And um, it, <clears throat> essentially, you ask a bunch of kid, the kids a bunch of questions in juvenile cases that involve confidentiality and involve their knowledge of right and wrong. And uh, there's, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different cases. Um, and there's a Gladys R is one of the forms you use. It's simple detective work simple investigative work that's very 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 early academy stuff when dealing with juveniles mm -hmm. but you don't do it at midnight yeah no, right? no, no 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 and and you don't and then as a as a patrol officer you don't tell the the father hey well your daughter should stop sending nudie pics shouldn't she Dude, <laughs> i would have lost my fucking mind i'd have been like shut your mouth get me your supervisor right. <laughs> or you're fucked now at that point i'm like you just dug yourself your own fucking grave now you're going to hop in and I'm going to fucking bury you with this shit because that is unacceptable and un not fair. You can't sit there and blame the victim, an 11 year old, 11 year old child. And you, most people know that I'm always going to go for the side of the cop. <laughs> they fucked up and they're going to get in trouble for it as well. They should. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so what's your, you're, you're the boss. What, how do you, what's your level of, what do you think the minimum that you would give somebody like this spotless record there? You, if you oh, were to chalk this up in the best case scenario where they were just having a bad day and they made some flipping comment to the dad because they, you know, they were frustrated and hungry and had missed their code seven. What's the minimum you would give this person? Well, if they owned up to it and they're like, yeah, I fucked up. I did it. Um, I'd be like, all right. Um, I would probably give them academy training send them back to the academy, not like as a recruiter or anything, but as in-service training. Remedial because training. There are some, yeah, there's some in-service training that you can send people to that would be like, I don't know, months. Asshole. It's cool. Right. Investigative stuff, like how to properly investigate and probably go over a few like basic laws and stuff. You know what I mean? Revisit some basic juvenile investigative work. (laughs) Make them work the juvenile table for the next six months Mm. um, or a juvenile section of the agencies to learn. And um, tell them if it happens again, you're going to be suspended without pay um, and go from there. Days off, huh? No, no, no. I would say if it happens again, You'll be suspended without pay, right. but and then That's I would so, like, the second time you'd give them days on the beach. Oh yeah, yeah. If the second time, if they did that shit again, and I would put them in a position where they're going to have to be stuck with juvenile stuff for the next six fucking months to finally hone their ability. So you're going to learn from your mistake. So and you're going to go and apologize to that family. You're going to write a fucking written letter, written mm-hmm. letter. You're going to squash it, say that you were in the fucking wrong, and you're going to send it or. You know, because that could be evidence. Maybe just do it verbally and like bring them to the station, monitor it, do a verbal like type of thing, and then let them know he this person's been reassigned to the juvenile section for the next six months to uh, properly learn. Yeah, interviewing. There we go. It's is not easy. Um, it's it is a skill. Uh, there's even like uh, there's um, Kate interviews, which are like the interviews you do when kids have been victimized by predators kind of a thing you know there's like good touch bad touch interviews there's an art form to it because kids will talk to you but they they because of their sense of right and wrong and good and bad and who's the good people and who's the bad people is so skewed uh they their priorities and what you can get them to talk about or admit or divulge or disclose yeah it depends on your ability to read what makes them tick and you know are they afraid of mom and dad are they afraid of mom and dad getting in trouble are they afraid of getting right. in trouble if mom and dad get in trouble like there's so yeah. many layers to it and so it's so difficult too because you have to talk to them in front of the parents oh god yeah <laughs> it's it's very it's very hard yeah so very hard. i i yeah juvenile crime uh okay so let's let's go with the next one so why don't you talk to me about the next one I, I know, I like I said, when I okay. downloaded it, I kind of got a little bit of audio from it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. Right. So this was a video that I, it was, fuck, dude. It was started blowing up um, a few days ago, and I posted it, and I'll just put the caption, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Just for everyone to, to, like, it was pretty fucking cut and dry, but I just wanted to stir the pot and just see what would happen. Because I, when I get bored, I like to read um, crazy-ass comments. Yeah, so I just said, "What do you, what do you, what do you think about this shooting?" I think they did a good job, and I gave them my point. And then it's basically a shooting video. Um, uh, LAPD uh, responds to a call, and it's basically a burglary suspect there now. Um, suspect is armed with a knife. They get there, the they physically see or yeah, physically see with their own eyes the knife. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk to the suspect. Suspect now runs, and then subsequently there is a shooting that follows on after. So here we go. Hey, Adam, let me let me get a backup. Relax. Hey, 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 bro, drop it, drop it, drop it. Adam, anyone got shots fired? Officer needs help. Okay, we're gonna be code six. One eight. Yeah, I'm gonna back it up a little bit. You just had a knife in your hand. So, what we're not seeing? There's a longer video that I don't have, but it shows them in the car talking about the call. You just had a knife in your hand, bro. What are you talking about? You just had a knife in your hand, bro. Okay, so this dude's walking out of what is that building, Chuck? An apartment? Uh, it's an apartment complex that he does not reside at. So he's walking out of a apartment apartment complex. What called them there? Uh, it was a radio call um, of a burglary suspect there now, armed with a knife. 
Right. So now trying to break into what are you, what are you thinking as you as you get out? You saying you're saying the longer video they can see him with a knife in his hand? Um they are in the car and they're looking at him and they're mm -hmm. reading the call real quick, going over mm -hmm. it, talking mm -hmm. a little bit of tactics type of style. Um, as they're exiting the vehicle pretty slow, like they didn't hop out fast, you know what I mean? And they see him, and then uh you can already tell that they see the knife here. So the, mm -hmm. as they were walking up, that's when they observed the knife on his person. Okay, here we go. You can see it right there. I mean, it's in his it's in his left hand or his yeah. right hand. Well, I mean, that my I wouldn't know what it was. Yeah. Here's the thing. I wouldn't know what it was. I'm going based on the officer say, saying, I see the knife in your hand, you know? So yeah. that's, I mean, that's you see fair. it when he, yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 he's got a knife and this guy sees it. He sees it right here. You just had a knife yeah, in your hand, him. bro. Yeah. You just had a knife in your You're hand, walking bro. With it. Hey. And then he leaps, about to get on the radio. The kid's going down the handicap ramp, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's going to, he's foot bailing. Like, this is it. Like, he's, he took two quick steps and he's about to rab it. Let me, let me, let me get it back. Yeah. Oh, shit. Come back my way. <laughs> I'll fuck that part. He comes around the switchback of the handicap ramp, which takes him mm -hmm. towards the officer, right? But the officer's on the outside on the sidewalk. So imagine there's only this wrought iron gate between the two of them. Hey, 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 bro. He yeah. Drop it, drop it, drop it. Next book. Adam 81, got shots fired. Officer needs help. Beautiful. Okay. me code six. Okay. Here's what. Where I want to continue with the rest of this, but these are the moments. <laughs> I, I don't mean to I laugh, but what Stupidity. is this guy thinking? <laughs> He's an idiot. What's he thinking? Uh, it's um, funny because they're so stupid. Like he, uh, he runs straight at the police officer, and the cop sees the knife, and he's got his gun out, and he, I did he think he was going to outrun the bullets? Did he think no, the there's only one reason? <laughs> or was he really trying to stab the cop? Yeah, he just wanted to fight. Yeah. Okay. Dude, these fucking gangsters are crazy. All right, so we're going back. Like, Adam 81 shots fired, officer. Okay. Point me code six. One eight. Malden. Yo. Hey, bro. Drop the knife. Drop the knife. Melvin and I got, I, got I got it, bro. Just hold on. Yeah. Here, let's get it. Help. Melvin, officer needs help. Hey, bro, drop the knife. Hey, drop the knife. Drop the knife, man. Here's what I don't understand. He's on the ground. I don't understand. When they say drop the knife, they need to be clearer. They need to say, give commands like, throw the knife away. I don't think this dude can. Well, there might be that. Yeah. He's got something in his hand. Now, here's the thing. Again. As I'm looking at this, I can't tell you 100% that's a knife. Right? Hey, it looks like a knife. Could be a remote control. But here's the okay. deal. If I get dispatched to a guy in gray pants and a black long sleeve jacket or shirt holding the knife, and then this squirrely dude comes charging at me with it at the low ready like that, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. He's holding it in a with a, a stabbing grip. Yeah. Um. He's no one holds a pen like that. No one holds a remote like that. You only hold a knife like that. You know. Now, if you just had it and it was in your fist, it's totally different. But it's sticking out or sticking out this way, and you're coming up or you're coming down. You know, from the the hip area. You know, I'm gonna fucking stab you, leaning forward. It's all about articulation. But, um, you know, when you re dispatch to a, a call with, you know, and this is how you we, you have to know your laws, but. A burglary suspect there now, armed with a knife, even if it doesn't come out armed with a knife. Burglary suspects are known to carry weapons. That's how they break into homes. Everything they possess is a weapon. So now knowing that, and now you see an object in his hand charging you, you've told him to drop it repeatedly, and now he's hopping fucking fences to get to you? Mm. And you're like, that's a fucking knife. He's not dropping it. Now he's coming after me. Right. Even so if it turns out to be a pencil. You're in the good to go to shoot. I'll ask the general. I'll take. I'll ask the audience. I'll ask the general public at large, madam, me, members of the jury, mesdames et messieurs. Uh, are you going to take the chance that this guy's going to give you a hug? <laughs> right? 
an angry <laughs> hug. Is this rational behavior to you when somebody yeah. says drop the knife or I'll shoot and then you run towards them hopping a fence in an angry, aggressive manner? Is that how you treat an attack dog? Like a dog that's growling and snarling and it's got his hackles up? Do you charge at it and expect it not to bite the shit out of you? No. Right. So you smack in the head with the closest fucking object you can get and run the fuck away. Yeah. So, yeah. so here's, so I'm, uh, here's what I'm getting at on our, on our comments thread. Uh, Isaac says, I want to know if a taser would have worked the same. Um, no, a taser would not have put holes in him and made him bleed. <laughs> and if you miss, you're fucked. Um, if you miss, you're fucked. Yeah. Well, so and here's both starts yeah. have to hit. Uh, tasers, you get one shot pretty much in this scenario, right? There may be other scenarios where you've got different tasers that have multi shots, but in this scenario, I guarantee you, you're only getting one. Oh shit. Shot out. Right. Oh yeah. And now here's, here's one of the, uh, here's the reason I picked our third video. And I think you could probably guess which one it is because of this comment and we'll get to it later. So Isaac, I want to put a pin in that and say, uh, yes, in theory, in a perfect world, if you know the stormtroopers had had a blaster set for stun, they could have knocked Leia to the floor, right? Right. <laughs> but this is not where we're at. We're at, you know, this guy's a burglar, uh, dude, jumping out of an apartment complex <laughs> over a fence. Now, someone, are you gonna read the one that they're like, why don't you shoot him in the leg? <laughs> is that read under, that one? Is that under the same yes. thread or is it a separate comment? Yeah, I, I he and then the guy came at me. Said that I'm out of shape and fucking. <laughs> I was like, you don't know me. I'll fuck you up, buddy. <laughs> let's see. I don't Definitely see that. Out of shape. Just uh, let's see. All clear. Disregard their backup. Yeah, he won't be missed. Correct. FAFO. Correct. Nice takedown. One point though was the background safe. Hard to tell from the angle of the camera. These guys did everything else right, so probably safe to assume the background was clear. Nice work. I would. Say, I would say that that background is safe enough. Um, you have a reasonable expectation that you're going to be able to hit and you're not going to, yes. Could there be a child, a little small baby child or a pregnant yeah. mother on the other side of one of those windows? Absolutely. Hmm. Is that it's a reasonable like assumption? It's kind of a 50, 50 assumption. So a 50, 50 assumption plus you're going to try to be accurate with your rounds. They're going to expect that if you're making the decision to shoot, you're competent enough. Now, if you're the guy who's barely qualifying and you're throwing rounds left and right, and you're constantly being remediated at the range and you take this shot and you wing around sideways and it kills the kid, you might take it in the short and curlies. If, you know, I, I qualified with a, you know, badge, you know, a marksmanship badge. I, I could, I was confident in my own abilities. I would be judged differently based on the fact that there's a reasonable expectation that I would have known how to make that shot or Chuck would have had to make that shot versus somebody who's got a terrible track record and knows they have a terrible track record. It was like, ah, screw it. I'm going to take the shot anyway. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So yeah, if you keep going, I believe it's there. Keep looking. What? The shoot him in his leg. I just want you to read that masterpiece. Oh. It's fucking ridiculous. Is it a long one? No, he's guy's just an idiot. It'll blow your mind in what he said. I thought he was joking. Oh, here we I go. I thought he was joking. Um, knife Mobile Bath is the name. Why pop off five or six bullets when one, maybe two, will do in the leg? He had plenty of time and space to react and back up. Uh, just wondering, not mad at him. Uh, <laughs> so... You can't, you don't, you, got mad at me. Like, you don't shoot people in like, okay. You shoot to stop the threat. Yes. Um, the legs to really do damage to somebody, you have to, you have to destroy their legs so that they're mechanically yeah. incapacitated for them to not just, be able to reach you with a knife and kill you. That that's, that's just the way it is, right? The only, the only yeah. trick shot in this case that would spare their life and still in the threat would be pulling off the hip shot knife out of the hand, old West gunfighter bullshit. <laughs> and that ain't happening. No. And the legs are a smaller target. Your midsection. The reason why we always aim for the midsection from the hip to the, to the collarbone, that whole fucking area 
It's yeah. all one big target. It's it's way easier to shoot that than it is to shoot an arm or a leg or a head. And guess what? Those you know, people in the background you're worried about are going to benefit from the fact that you're willing to hit the bigger, meatier target than mm-hmm. sending rounds trying to hit a moving target like the arm or the leg. And let me tell you, all I want you to do, just go take a helium balloon on a string on a windy day and try and hip shot it with a pistol. Oh, oh yeah. I dare you. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, go take one of the, the long, like balloon animal, the long skinny ones. That's more like it. Try yeah. and hit that. So all in all, I, I think these officers performed a flawless textbook um, takedown. Now mm-hmm. afterwards, when it came after, uh, when you see the suspects down on the ground, you're going to have to make a call, you know, uh, and if you're, it's only you two there and you shoot someone and you, you need to get him, you know, medical aid, you know, you can always approach and be like, Hey, this is our plan. We're going to approach a lot of the times you, you guys that your agencies are like, we have to wait for more units. We have to wait for a supervisor. I'm like, you know, that motherfucker's down. All you have to do to be covered under your policy when you have to make an approach is you and your partner need to redeploy, talk about it for a second, formulate mm-hmm. an opinion or formulate mm-hmm. a, a solid plan yeah. and make your approach and execute it. And if you, if you can articulate that we need to get this dude help and medical aid and we are mitigating the risk to us and we formulated our own, uh, our own plan and now we're executing it. That will suffice all of the force investigation divisions, OIS review board, whoever the fuck your state is doing your uh, investigation. As long as you articulate it and you, you hit all the boxes, you're golden, you're good. Um, stop worrying about it and waiting for, you know, uh, more units to arrive because as this day and age in law enforcement is changing. If you wait too fucking long, now you can hold yourself liable to a civil, um, a civil fucking um, suit yeah. mm-hmm. because you didn't render aid immediately and you waited. Now, am I saying it's going to go there? No, but you need to protect yourself on all fronts. And if you're just afraid of your own department, just make sure you know the policy, make sure you know all the boxes and fucking check, 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 check when you get into a shooting and make your approach. Because if you let that dude die out and he dies, and the family sees this shit, they're probably going to come after you and they're going to get millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Now with, with um, the whole qualified immunity, you're golden. But if your state gets rid of qualified immunity, like Colorado, I believe got rid of theirs or some part of it and California has gotten rid of some part of it. You could actually be held civilly liable for that person's death. And you would have to be able to cover it. If you don't have lawyers who will help you okay. now, so keep that in mind. I want to talk about these comments because Cortez by Cortez right below the uh, shoot him in the leg comment says, how many times did these cowards shoot the man with a knife? <laughs> That's, Taser new. That's a new one. No, you, you responded to this one. Oh, did I? Taser wouldn't have worked. Cowards. Tuna Anut said, ever heard the saying, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Now you have. And so has he. <laughs> and then <laughs> you liked the comment. And then another guy named Austin Ray uh, said, you've never witnessed true violence, and that statement made it incredibly evident. Cortez said back, ha ha ha, what makes me confident enough to make the statement I did is because of the true violence I've both seen and experienced in my life. USA <laughs> Army vet who served overseas. Um, I, for some reason, I want to do this, the, the, the um, Tropic Thunder voice. USA Army vet. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> overseas. <laughs> the only during the, onset of the war, during the onset of the war in 0304 amateur boxer and lifelong brawler i'm a felon with a brief stint in prison under my belt i've been shot once stabbed on three different occasions and been involved in easily 50 plus street fights before turning 30 let's talk again about what true violence is and i'll confidently reaffirm my stance that you and these cops are cowards you know did he write that all oh yeah Okay. <laughs> He's yelling. And then oh Austin God. Ray. Austin Ray said, <laughs> You sound like a liar. <laughs> Dude, I love it. <laughs> you sound like a liar and a sociopath. You just bravadoed the fact you enjoy fighting and are a convicted felon. You're literally the reason we have cops. You sound like you need therapy. And then Cortez says, Be that as it may, I'll sleep just fine tonight, knowing that there wasn't a single exaggerated statement in anything I said. Good day, sir. He went full Willy Wonka. Oh my gosh, that is fucking! I love the bottoming anything. <laughs> uh, like he goes on, like he they go they get they argue. 
and you sound like a liar. <laughs> it ends with Austin inviting. Oh, they 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 worked it out. Austin says at the end, Cortez, bro, go walk into traffic. And Cortez says, Austin, hold my hand as I do. So you know what? They've made a they've made a suicide pact and they're friends now, which is how <laughs> social media encounters like that should go. <laughs> oh, oh austin you're you're a funny fuck dude <laughs> i just love it it's so nonchalant like just go walk into traffic i just fucking i love it that i don't know why that just gets me that's just that's funny these people are fucking stupid yeah. i mean i posted that and i was like nah dude so, this nah yeah <laughs> this so is plain I, and simple I would, um because of that would i think i know which one you're gonna play a different one I didn't download this one, so I'm gonna have to screen share it. Um, Do you want me to send it to you? I think I know exactly which one it is. Let's see if I can get it. And I have the video saved. Yeah. So here we. I'm gonna. I'm gonna screen share. Okay. So here we go. So this video came up, and it's. I honestly wish we could find the version that doesn't have the bad boys theme playing over it because that's. I have it. I made that. I, I know I I just I I don't I want to hear the version I want to play it right here without the theme. No, I know you made that. I have it. And well, yeah, but I'm already here. You oh, want to okay? It? Since we're here, it's fine. That's fine. Okay. That was that. People to understand what they're they're coming out of the car. Code three contacting this guy in a like a carport. With what right. looks like gravel driveway carport next to a house, the backdrop is two cars. Looks unoccupied. I think the guy came out of the white jeep. Right? He is wanted for armed robbery potentially, mm -hmm. and is supposedly armed with a gun. Okay. Cop one gets out, and he has his lethal out. He's got his handgun out with two hands on the handgun. In one hand, ooh, and his gun in the other, and he fires the taser. When I first saw that video, I went, "Oh, that's not good." No. Now here's what no. I thought happened. Okay. Let's watch the video again, because now I'm thinking. Guy gets his taser out in one hand, has his firearm out in the other. They're but they tases the dude, and as he's tasing the dude, and the guy seizes up, he sympathetic squeezes with his other hand and cranks off around, which causes his partner to start shooting at the suspect, and then they both um, emptied into the suspect because he was assuming his partner saw something, not realized. Like I thought they were like, it was bad. Now watch it again and realize that he is armed. And when he gets tased, he rolls over onto his back, clutching the gun close to his chest, about ready to crank off rounds into the partner who's going to cuff him up. And that's when that partner backs up and starts dumping him. His hands come up out of his waistband. So, I mean, ooh, I see a bunch of problems with it. Yes. Now, let's, uh, let's, tactics leading. Oh, yes. Fuck. So now here's the thing. What's my rule? Never allow a positive outcome to justify poor tactics and bad planning. Right. That's yeah. that you you cannot walk away from an incident and go, yeah, bad guys, zero good guys, one. And because you came up with that score, justify all of your actions. That's why we debrief. And we look at every single stupid thing we did during the course of our police work and we learn from it. Now, mm -hmm. positive outcome, bad guy lost, good guys won. Okay, mm -hmm. there's your positive outcome. Now right. let's talk about the ugly stuff in this video and why mm -hmm. Isaac and others, we don't shoot people in the leg or we don't tase people in a deadly force situation. We don't 
Like, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I know you have, I know you so, have. Go ahead. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I mean, at no point does your training unit, your tactics unit, your academy, anyone who's supposed to be training on a taser will train you to dual wield a lethal and less than lethal. Um, right. Because you can squeeze the trigger get scared or you pull the trigger with your left hand but you also pull the trigger with your right hand and then next thing you know that you just shot someone um you are always trained to cross draw with your 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 taser you know having on the opposite side so you don't make this decision so at no point should you be pulling out a gun and a taser at the same time just ask the san francisco bart officer who fucking oh. shot and killed someone who went to prison for it and then you um, got a movie about it yeah so you should only have one out and you should rely on your cover officer with the lethal to cover you right now. If you wouldn't have pulled your gun out, you would have tased him and he turns and he produces a firearm and then the shooting happens. Good to go. However, could you have not tased him because you know that if NMI works, it fucking locks up and your joints do whatever the fuck they're going to do without any um, inkling of your own brain, making it do what it's supposed to. Cause you don't have any control because if it works, neuromuscular incapacitation um, will lock you up and your arms will do weird shit, right? That's why they say right. don't taste someone with a knife because if they fall forward onto the knife, they stab themselves. You're basically held liable because you now caused um, that person to stab themselves. Same thing with a firearm. You cause that person to, to turn and they pull up the firearm and they're like, I couldn't fucking stop myself because they just tased me and you get shot. It's now basically gonna could possibly fall back on the officers so i mean you kind of got to know your policies and procedures i would stick with a lethal um with lethal force and have one less than lethal out and if you have the opportunity to use it i mean he is walking away um you could have always kicked him right in the fucking spine mm -hmm. let him eat shit under the ground and say get the fuck on the ground um well so you can keep distance and if you're, you're gonna tase him you have 21 feet of rope Tase him and hide behind the fucking car. Right. If you're going to go that route and then yeah, tell him to drop the fucking the gun. Yeah. It's probably going to lead to a shooting if he's armed with a gun and it's out. Even if you tase him, it's probably going to lead to a shooting because when he comes back to you after the five seconds and he's going to be like, fuck you, dude, he's going to probably shoot you. You have a 50 50 shot at it at that point, And those odds aren't good. Yeah. So. So I. First of hmm. all. Rule number also one, if you're going to have, uh, if you're going to have a taser out, right? Just have your taser out. I am. Hey, I am all for, and what I loved though was clearly he keeps his taser on his left side, strong hand draw, right? So he, it's a left hand draw and a right hand draw for his, for his gun. Now, right. I personally think every cop in the world should carry with lethal on the right strong side or i should say strong side lethal non-dominant side or weak side right less lethal. if you're left-handed have your gun on your left side and your taser on your right if you're right-handed have your gun on the right side and your taser on your left do mm -hmm. not carry it cross draw do not carry it so that you are a forced to use your dominant hand your lethal force hand to draw your taser and fire it and B, so that if you're on your back, the suspect can draw it immediately to themselves out of the holster because that's how they're right. meant to be drawn is not cross draw, but they're meant to be drawn straight up so they can pull straight towards them. <sighs> Carry it like you're a two, like you're the Lone Ranger with a two gun rig. Okay, you get taser on one side and, you know, you get your, your blaster on one side and your pistol on the other. Yeah. Because you can transition. Don't I uncle un, uncle Thomas's uncle Tom. I don't want to say that. Let's say, <laughs> let's say I, I carry mine like salty old, Tom, salty old training officer's advice. Don't two fist it. Right. Cause that's why I thought that we'd had the sympathetic squeeze. Yeah. You pull the trigger on the taser. There's a pop. It's a, it's a pop of a 22 ish. Yeah. You might you know, pop and you go up ah, and then your other finger goes pop. Cause you fucked up. And you get your booger hook on the bank switch and you forgot your 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 high index and now boop, they go they both go off now here's the thing even if you don't shoot him with that negligent discharge your partner hears a gunshot and your partner goes fuck 
bang, 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 bang. Yep. Comes the suspect. And your partner now is firing because he thinks the suspect's firing at him. Your partner's in the clear. You're not. Your partner right. says, I heard a gunshot and they, the man with a gun. My knew my partner was on taser. I didn't think he would fire a lethal round because he was on taser. So when I heard the gunshot, I thought it was a suspect. Exactly. I saw his hands with something and I fired. He's clear. The guy with the taser, not so clear. <laughs> yeah. You also need to give a warning too. Taser, right, taser, taser. Hey, I'm going to tase you. It's going to hurt and or kill you. Well, because it's less than lethal doesn't mean it's non lethal, right? You have a heart condition, you get tased, you can fucking have a heart attack. So you have to tell these things prior, right? That way it also alerts your partner. I have a fucking taser out. That way when you go and pull that thing and you hear that pop, it covers you if he pulls that fucking trigger. Yeah. Right? And if you don't give that warning and you pull it, now it falls on you. He's in the clear. So there's things that you need to be doing and thinking about. In the end of the day, is this going to be a good shooting? Yes. Are these officers going to get indicted? No. No. Are there things that they're going to get fucking hammered on and get retrained on and possibly could take days for? There yes. are things that they did that could have turned a good shooting into a bad one. Yes. The partner officer cut crossing the plane and dude, he could have gotten shot in the back so easily. Oh, like God, yes. there are so many. Oh, yeah. Uh, sons, you see it Monday. It's date night with the girlfriend. All right. See you. Have fun. Tell her hi from us. <laughs> uh okay so i thought um maybe we could end our debrief with a fun one what do you think sure yeah you know what i'm talking about no i got that one because you gave too many hints away i don't know what the one you're talking about okay this this happens so often um and people talk about like that's why the you know what's okay that video was like end of watch right and this video is like Super Troopers, which is why I tell people the most realistic cop movie is a combination between Super Troopers and Endowatch. Here we go. And isn't that the truth? And I want to <laughs> Why did you get on me like that? Morning, six at quarters. It's a female. All right, step out. So this How much do you have to drink there? Two doubles. Two doubles of what? Patron. Okay. So you are. Stay in the right. car. Stay in the car. Okay, I understand. In the car. Put yeah. your leg in the car. Listen. You're so annoyed. Put your leg in the car. You fool. I love it. It's my leg. Okay, this is the part at which it is so mind-boggling. Drunk girls think they can get away with anything. Play the next one. Play the I, next I one. I her. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Here we go. Get your foot in the car. Just stop. Is what is your name? Your feet in the car. Grace. Grace. <laughs> Three doubles. Three doubles. Three doubles. Right. So six. You six rings. Six, six rings. Six rings. That's why it's most With a lime. With a lime too. A lime. Sir, that works in my club because I'm a stripper. <laughs> so at least seven different officers no. want to report me <laughs> as because oh, I want to sleep with them. I'll <laughs> your face. <laughs> Only if you like it though. <laughs> That's not the question. <laughs> For real. No, you wouldn't let me go. I couldn't hold it. <laughs> By the way, this is this this is proof that the ghetto is the ghetto. This girl is white. Yeah. This girl is white. Like you can say whatever you want. This girl is a white girl and she is from the ghetto. There is a way that people from the ghetto who people who listen to this show long enough will know. It's the south, it's always the south end, right? Yeah, it is that it, it's the same as it's the same as like when you get up to the the Appalachians and all of a sudden the language changes and you it's not southern accent it becomes like it's mountain accent like mountain like yeah. okay. and I 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 Door 22, please. What's your name? Logan. You mm -hmm. look like a Logan. Okay, and I will answer. <laughs> okay, so that's the first one. Get her to the jail. Once they get her to the jail, boys. You want to tase me? No. Do it. Stay in the blue like box. It. Okay, there is a debate on social media. <laughs> is she saying tase me or taste me? Okay, here you go. I like it kinky. Stay in 
Wanna taste me? No. Do it. Stay in the blue box. I like it kinky. Stay in the blue box. No. Do it. I can't tell. Play it again. Do it. Stay in the blue box. I like it kinky. Stay in. You wanna taste me? No. Do it. Stay in the blue box. I like it kinky. Stay in the blue box. I like it kinky. It's hard to tell. I think it's Taze. I think it's Taze too. I think it's Taze. Right? She's trying everything she can to flirt with Officer Logan. How many cops? I think I posted this when I said um, we've all had this person, right. uh, maybe multiple times, and they we all know as law enforcement like what these calls—they're they're fucking ridiculous. They're crazy. Right. Do they hit on you? Yes. Do they try to grope you and grab you? Yes. And it reminded me of a call that I was on that I, I basically responded as backup or an additional unit to help out these officers with a fifty-one fifty, and she would only speak to me. Mm-hmm. And she was acting like super, um, she was super sexually aggressive towards me. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> and we wanted to beef everybody that's, and then would make us ask for that's a That's a specific type. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then she'd be like, you need to ask for consent to touch me. And I was like, do I have your consent to touch you? And she's like, yes, you have my consent to do whatever you want to me. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to carry her outside because she wouldn't go on the stretcher because we were putting her on a 5150 hold. And so, and then the female officer, I was like, hey, the P3 and this female or the, the training officer and his female, I was like, hey, get your female uh, boot probationer to take her outside. I don't want to touch her. I don't need a beef. And he's like, dude, she won't fucking go with anyone else but you. She's asking for you by name. And I was like, fuck. So I walked back in and I'm like, all right. Can I, I have permission to touch you? She's like, you have permission to, to fucking like super. I can't say it because my kids right here uh, right. watching me, but you, super sexually uh, aggressive. And I, I, I caused me to laugh and like just blush because I didn't I didn't want to get in trouble because that's a serious beef if you get a sex beef. And yeah. I was like, OK, and I was walking downstairs, blading myself as I'm walking. She stopped walking. and I was like, hey, you got to go like pick it the fuck up. I got to carry you down these stairs. Like, I don't want, I don't want to have to carry you. She's like, I'm not moving. You're going to have to like manhandle me. And I was like, fuck it. Okay. So I literally picked her up by both shoulders off the ground and walked her down the stairs, got to one flat. As I sat her down, both of her hands, which were behind her body are now lower than me. She grabs me from behind in my nether regions (laughs) and Uh, locks her fucking hands on me. Yeah, one of I was the like, get the fuck off. <laughs> Adam, one of the guys we've had on this show, he had a gal. She tickled the palms of his hands as he was handcuffing her. Like, you know how you would like tickle <laughs> just like, your finger and tickle somebody's palm in like junior high? She's yeah. literally tickling the palm of his hand while he's putting the handcuffs. And he looks at me, he's like, oh. And I'm like, what? He's like, she's fucking tickling my palm. And she's like, what's up? <laughs> I love it, dude. Dude, love it, dude. I love it. I've had money thrown at me. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Fuck true story. I don't, I don't know that I've ever told this story on the podcast. True story. Um, so I was work. It was one of the rare occasions where I worked. If I had to work day shift, I tried to work weekend day shift because weekend day shift you could like do fun shit, right? There were people out, right? You could like weekday day shift. Everybody's at work, and the only people you were dealing with were victims of like I left my car unlocked and my iPod got stolen, right? That's how long ago I was a cop. I, they had iPods. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Before it was your phone. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. We we would always have to deal with uh, the weekend, like, like the weekend calls. And the weekend calls always get a little weird. Like somebody at the somebody at the park watching soccer practice giving handies under the jacket to like they're oh my god yeah so we would always get weird weird shit like that and so uh we had this one gal and i told i told the story about the gal who was like at the at the gas station and she you know she was drunk and she was showing her nether regions over the radio that those are the kind of calls that we would always get. So finally, uh, we get dispatched. Well, again, I wasn't there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we get officers that were sent to this. I show up on the weekend and they say, yeah, we went to a domestic. And I said, what's, what's up? And they're like, well, 
we're gonna, we don't know how to file it. And I said, why? And it said, well, so they, they separated the couple and they interviewed the man, they interviewed the woman and the man says, no, that's uh that my, my sister comes in and she starts pitching to me because we got to find a place to live because we have to move out. And so when she was complaining at me, I've been working all night and I'm trying to get some sleep. And so I kicked her to get out of my room. And now she's, she called you guys because I kicked her in the knee to get her the fuck out of my room. So they go, primary officer goes to talk to the cover officer who interviewed the other half. And the woman goes, gives her statement. They meet back up. She says, okay, so uh, clear cut domestic. And the other one, the, the, the officer who's dispatched the call goes, what are you talking about? No, it isn't. She goes, yeah, well, she says, you know, her husband you know they're supposed to be moving out and they've got like a month to find a place and wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> i'm paying attention <laughs> she says she comes in and he what? won't he won't get out of bed because he has to look for a place because they've got to find a new place to live and she said yeah but that's his sister and the other officer says no 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 no, no. that's his wife and he's like, okay, we we clearly mixed this shit up. So they go back to the female and they go, hey, <laughs> so you guys are married, right? And the female goes, well, not like, like we never legally got married, but we've been living together for like seven years in a relationship. So like common law marriage, you know, we, but we never actually had the ceremony. And the, the, the primary officer says, okay, because he's saying that you're his sister. And she looks at the officers and goes, oh my God, does everybody have to know our private business? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Incestual feelings. <laughs> and they come to me and they're like, what are we? I'm, I'm like, are you filing it as incest? And they're like, I mean, we're filing it as both. Like it was. It Regardless, was, it's 273. Were, it, yeah, 2735 doesn't say illegal sexual relations it's just, it's sexual wait relationship. wait hold on because so it's a mis no it's a misdemeanor it's 243 e1 because there's no it's just okay so it, then they can file it that way because then it's kind of like well if your sisters but you but it's no mark it's kind of like eh. but right. if there's marks right it's, eh, okay yeah. so it's eh. legit so i guess 2735 <laughs> you're <laughs> fucked buddy <laughs> I mean, so weird and so gross. Yeah, because right? like they always say, if like two brothers fight or yeah. two sisters fight, right? Yeah, and they don't leave marks. It's kind of like ah, they're siblings, right? So when now, we, yeah. so when we start talking about weird people doing shit like this, like saying "taste me" or "taste me," like that shit happens. Like, yeah. fuck it, we had a killer confess to a murder by walking into our station on on a Sunday morning after church and asking to speak to a detective. And then when the detective came out, he handed him the murder weapon and said, I just bashed my wife's brains in with a hammer. You should probably go check on her. Like, like, like okay, <laughs> fuck, like, dude. Like he just, and turns out he had bashed her brains in because his grandson or a step grandson had come out of the closet to them. And they had been to church that Easter and the pastor had talked about making sacrifices to atone for sin. And so he felt like killing his wife would be a sacrifice to atone for oh. the sin of their grandkid being gay. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. He must have been Catholic. <laughs> I Dude, there could have been all kinds of different versions of things. that. Oh, my God. That's yeah. fucking wild. So, Oh, I just know Catholicism, like you repent for your sins. Christianity, it's kind of like, hey, you're going to fuck up. Well, it's what it is. You're supposed to repent. You just don't have to do it to a priest. I mean... Oh, so I never got that deep. I'm I'm Catholic. That was it's, then it's, like uh, so weird. I know this is worse. I know that was too good to pass up. If I said, I said, um, you have to confess. You just don't have to do it to a priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, oh, all right. Yeah. So, hey, are we going to start dedicating our live episodes to people? Um, I mean, we fucking can. Um, I, I think a lot of the fans really like these, and I think it's a good thing to always dedicate things to fallen officers of brothers and sisters and fallen fire and military and stuff like that. How about this? Um, How about this? So we can. When we have listeners 
send in dedications. We will do listener dedications on our live debriefs. Okay, that works. Yeah. So we'll let the we'll let the the guests bring somebody, or we'll pick somebody for the guest interviews. And right. if you guys like these more, we may start doing these more, and we'll we'll make the guest episodes. Like we can do live episodes on the weekends where we watch a video or two. Um, right. And then if we can get a guest that'll go live, we'll go live with a guest. And then if we get, eventually if we get guests that don't want to uh, have their face seen, we'll just air that episode audio only on YouTube. And Chuck and I can take a break and get some beauty sleep. Oh, look, I have a, right. I have a guest in studio right there. The cat. <laughs> you can see him poking his head out the window right below me. To right here, like he's right there. No, he's gone now. There's a cat in your room. There was, yeah. Oh he's fuck, gray. dude, is he black? <laughs> he's gray. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so he's dark, so I can, yeah, yeah. I can see so, him. Man. All right. Well, um, I think people found us. People popped in and out. We had some comments. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I I want to say this is fun. We could even show. Oh, let's let's. We could have an experiment. Um, yeah, let's have an experiment, Chuck. In our last. Sure. Meeting, we're going to have an experiment. I'm going to share, let's see if I can. Nope. Mm. I'm trying to open this video that was sent to us on our DMs from a listener. And I'm trying to play it so that we could have like listener sent in videos on our show. Oh, that'd be cool. But it won't pop open and, and I can't. So if it, it was on, if it was posted on a page, it would probably pop open to that page, but it would looks like it was right. sent as an embedded video. So I can't oh. bring this up. So we'll 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 figure something else out. Got it. Um awesome. I think this went well. Did you guys have yeah, fun? I think we'll, good. we'll have to find a way to to announce these um because I don't think this is going to be anything where we can do a regular schedule. I think it's just going to have to be uh, follow us. So how do they follow us, Chuck, so they can know when we go live? So if you uh, if you follow us or, and like us on Instagram, Facebook, um, our Instagram is at war underscore stories and underscore official. So at war underscore stories underscore official and our Facebook at war stories podcast. If you already follow us, please share and like our post, right? Because then you can know what the hell is going on. We can post it in the stories, whatever. And we can let you know a day or two or an hour or a couple hours before we, we go on because sometimes we aren't feeling well or we're sick or something happens and we kind of have to play it off the uh, off the cuff, you know, play by ear. And then another way to support us is going to our website at www.warstoriesofficial.com. Grab some of our merch and some of our gear. We are going to be changing and adding a shit ton more stuff for Locker Room and War Story, so please stay tuned. Things are a little bit slow right now uh, with getting packages out. I was sick for the last week. I didn't want to get the package out. I'm really sorry for, for you. I will throw something in good for you, maybe uh, something that we don't have anymore and it's limited. I'll, I'll fill your bag up with some good shit and get that out to you. Sorry for the delay. Um, but we are going to be reworking it and there's going to be a lot more shit, mugs, glasses, things to get drunk out of shirts, whatever you can think of. We'll, we'll freaking have it. So follow us there. Follow us on our Instagram, follow us on our Facebook, go to link in our bio. If you want to reach everything. And if you think you have a story to share, you want to bring on a friend or you are, you know, in law enforcement, corrections, fire dispatch, you know, medic, any of that, go to our, uh, booking email. It's booking.warstories at gmail.com. Again, that is booking.warstories at gmail.com. I can get you booked. Send us your stuff in. Again, thank you for the support and stay safe. We can put that on a button. Like how we have. Yeah, I can be great. A button where with all that information. Uh, by the way, so that awesome. we got this comment from Ash Ole. And so I wanted to say that, yes, having us. A, a, a this is a surprise, Clark. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise <laughs> just a real nice surprise <laughs> so yes it was a real nice surprise and we will try to yeah. do these nice surprises a little bit more um we have gotten feedback that this is the direction that the show could transition to more and people would really like it um i have been told people really like when we do the videos um yeah it's fun for us like it's easy you know we just like this is the way we talk shit about it in text messages to each other when we send them to each other. So we just save yeah. our save our shit talking and talk about it here. Yeah. And then if you guys see something and you always just send it in. 
if you if you fuck up and you're like, I don't remember the email and you're you just forgot about where the link is in our in our bio on Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. just fucking DM it. I'll pull it off. I'll save it. I'll screen grab your um your request to be to have it read. Sometimes you're on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and you just tag us and go, hey, check this out. And if it's good enough, I'll get on there. Tom will get on there. We'll respond. We'll do a debrief on that and we'll answer your question in the next one. And you know, that works well. You can also you have a story that you think or thing you want us to debrief let us know and we'll yeah. handle it exactly and we're still figuring out some of this live music works some of it doesn't so sometimes yeah. there's music and sometimes there isn't so uh we're figuring all that stuff out but i think it's going well i hope you guys are enjoying it and until yeah. the next episode come home with your shield This is the end. It? Can we end it? <laughs>